Faith is the lifestyle and how we survive. We must have daily faith, which is produced and grows on an everyday basis. We know God, we hear God, and we believe God. So like Maya Angelou said, when you learn, teach, when you get, give. Hey, 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 it's Shakira with the Faith Podcast. How y'all doing? I'm so excited to be here with you all today for episode two live from the Clawfist. I hope that you have already gotten caught up and listened to episode one, Validation Expired, Faith Activated, because today we're jumping right on in to power of prayer every day. Not just on Mondays, not just on Saturdays, and not just on Sundays when you go to church, but every day. So we're going to start off with the word from Mark 4, 14 through 20. I'm going to be reading from the New International Version, and it reads, The farmer sows the word. Some people are like seed along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. Others, like seeds sown on rocky places, hear the word and at once received it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Still others, like seed sown among thorns, hear the word. But the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desires for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. Others, like seeds sown on good soil, hear the word, accept it, and produce a crop. 30, 60, and even 100 times what was sown. Whew! I know that was a lot, but that was good. I want you to go back and read that again for yourself, Mark 4, 14 through 20. In shorter version, it basically says the seed has to be planted and the way you condition it is the way it will grow. Oh my gosh, I know we hear this all the time and you learn as early as a child they tell you train up a child in the way that they should go and when they get old they shall not depart it's true you have to continue to water yourself and pour into your soil as you get older I want to start with a quick story so guys I kept saying I wanted to start waking up at 5 a.m to have my hour devotion alone with God I even added it to my calendar. I set an alarm for it every single day. But Sincere would wake up at 4.30 a.m. Mind you, I said I wanted to wake up at 5. Sincere would wake up at 4.30 consistently. So, of course, I had to get up and tend to my son. And some days I would stay up and pray and hop right on t- into the word of God. But most days, if we're being honest, I would just get back into bed. Y'all, I had absolutely no discipline. I did not position myself for God. What this was telling God is that I'm not positioned and ready to receive the things that I've prayed about. I wasn't ready to win. It's really like playing a team sport as a team player we all have roles to play and if one person is out of position then it could jeopardize the whole win for the team well 
if you're on God's team and not positioned correctly, you're not going to win. We have to position ourselves. We are that seed that has to be planted and it has to be conditioned. We have to condition ourselves each and every day because every prayer to God has an answer. It may not be the way you wanted it to, but we have to trust him. Trust him even when you don't think it's going to work out. And if you're going to pray about it and not have faith, then you might as well not pray. It's basically an insult to God. So when you pray, have faith and trust that it's already done. It takes work. It takes time. But you got this. You got this. So today I want to share three points with you guys that has helped me through this process and I hope that you can take away something great because like I told you before I never want you to walk away from this faith podcast without feeling like you know how to incorporate it into your everyday life because then what are we doing we're just basically wasting time and I want everybody to have the mindset shift we have to change our mindset in order to be on God's team He doesn't have anybody on his team that is unsure or contemplating things or basically walking by sight and not by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight around here. Okay. All right. So we're going to hop right on in to point number one. Position yourself for what you've prayed for. There's already a pre-approved blessing with your name on it, but God doesn't see that you're ready. This is the part that takes discipline. Discipline means doing it when it doesn't feel good, but you know it's necessary. You know that you have to do it in order for things to happen. It's really the lifestyle. So we're not even going to call it discipline because we want to make it a part of our everyday life. Just like for me, when I told you I wanted to get up and have that time by myself with God, I had to make that a part of my lifestyle Yes, I was not disciplined. Yes, I did not have it as a part of my lifestyle because I didn't have it in my mindset that this is my life. Like I have to do this. It's not really optional. So we have to get discipline and know that discipline is the lifestyle. In order for your faith to grow, your understanding for God has to grow. Always remain in the love of God. You have to pray to God you have to talk to God have conversations with him I don't care if you're in the shower if you're driving down the street if you washing dishes talk to God y'all I knew that my mindset was changing when I would be in a car driving down the street and I'm literally praying I'm asking God give me clarity give me obedience I'm literally having a conversation with God like He's a, just talk to him. Like he wants to hear what you have to say. And I promise you, he'll talk back, but we have to be still and listen and also get rooted in the word of God. Your Bible, that's your tool. That's your sword. Like that's everything. Read your Bible. I know sometimes it can seem difficult to understand, but there's so many ways to translate it and to break it down to really get deeper into the word. And also never try to read it from the beginning to the end. Because one time I tried that. I tried to start reading my Bible from the beginning. And I was like completely lost. And I just could not understand like what was happening. So 
you don't have to read it like a book from beginning to end. You can skip around, feel free to like jump into like where God leads you to. Um, and it'll start to come together piece by piece. It's really just a, a growing process, growing pains before the better. The first time I ever realized that I had faith and that I knew, I kind of knew like what faith was, was this very moment that I'm about to share with you guys. I knew faith was real when I was seven years old in the second grade. I was hit by a speeding car as I was crossing the street, getting off the Girls Incorporated van. This was a test of my mother's faith at the time because I was seven. Like, I didn't really, you know, know until, like, the actual event occurred. But when I tell you guys I was hit by this car, thrown up in the air and thrown to the ground, like, I should have been gone. But my mother's faith was so strong, she spoke to me. And she said, get up and walk, Kiribu. Y'all, I just got hit by a car. I can't walk nowhere. Where did, where did she expect me to walk? But not wanting to believe what had just happened, she told me. She said, get up and walk, Kiribu. Y'all, I couldn't walk. The ambulance came. Everybody came. And they rushed me to the hospital I was in the hospital for several weeks. We were informed by doctors that my pelvis was broken and that things would not be the same, that I may not possibly be able to um, walk. It was devastating. It was tragic. It was that wake up from God. That was faith for real because my mom said, oh, no, she's going to be fine. She's already healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Like I can literally remember these things from her as if it happened yesterday and remind you I was seven at the time but I remember she told me that God has the final say so so listen I don't know what you're currently going through but God will deliver and heal you I'm a testament y'all I stand here strong and proud that I am able to walk every single day with the two legs that God granted me. And yes, I may have had a broken pelvis, but I'm healed. And I'm so grateful. Sometimes we take the smallest things for granted. And every day I thank God for working limbs in my body because that situation could have went different. But he knew. He knew he was going to position me as long as we had patience. And here I am standing strong, telling you guys to be persistent. There's nothing too much for God. We always think that, oh, maybe our prayers are too much or too little. There's nothing too little or too much for God. As long as you have a pure heart when you're praying to him, he will handle it. So knowing who you are according to God's word is an ongoing process. My daily affirmation to myself is I know who I am and whose I am. Everything I do will be with purpose and passion aligned by God and in agreement with his word. He will make room for my gifts. So, hey, you can use that affirmation or you can figure out who you are and have your daily affirmation because you need to know that God created you and you are special. Okay. 
So I want you to position yourself for what you prayed for. Point number two, pause all distractions. This takes a lot of obedience. And sometimes God tests us to see if we can really handle it. If we can really handle what's in store. You have to ask yourself, what are you willing to sacrifice for God's promise? Hmm. I posed this question on um, Instagram and I said, what have you sacrificed? And here are some of the responses that I received. Someone said they sacrificed getting their nails done for money. I felt that sis because listen, I'm team natural over here. I sacrificed my hair. I used to get sew-ins and, excuse me, and buy hair and do all these different things. But I'm so sorry. I'm team natural all the way. Um, I sacrificed my car. Y'all, I had a my dream car, my Mercedes CLA 250. I bought it brand new in 2017. It's a 2018. And I knew that this didn't really matter. Like I, I don't need this right now. It's not a priority because when I purchased it, my priorities were different, but now my priority, my number one priority is with God. Secondly, I have a whole family now and a expensive car note like that was not in the equation. So I had to sacrifice my car. Someone said that they sacrificed going out going out to the club that's a huge sacrifice you may think that you're missing it and everybody's turning up without you but listen you better turn up with God (laughs) okay um someone else said they sacrifice going out to eat frequently yes sis you better get in that kitchen and cook okay (laughs) faith grows from discipline it only grows from discipline and remember discipline is the lifestyle so Pausing all distractions is definitely going to cost you some relationships and friends. It's going to cost you being liked and misunderstood, but none of that matters. Remove things that are distracting you from what God is doing in your life because he wants to know that you're ready. You're ready to win. Remember, you can't be on his team if you're not focused and you're not ready to win. The people who are meant for you will join you on the other side. (laughs) Jesus withdrew often and it was good. You need people around you that are growing and transitioning. And sometimes that's not your same circle that you've been with. And that's okay. It's no love loss. You don't hate them. But your process may look different than their process. And like I said, if they're meant for you, they will join you on the other side, no matter what happened in the past. Um, Quick backstory. I started my social media fast on August 15th. Originally, it was only supposed to be for two weeks, starting on September 1st. But God spoke to me and he said, no, now, right now, I need you to fast now immediately following that I received a speeding ticket I received at 5 30 a.m on August 16th he said to me you need to fast because you're moving too fast slow down and listen to me speak I'm telling you God has a way of sending you a message 
But your reaction is what determines it all. Y'all, I was so hurt. I was so upset. I have not received a ticket since I probably was in high school. Like, I have a perfect driving record. And for me to receive a speeding ticket, I knew that was a sign from God. He was telling me, Shakira, you better listen to me and listen to me fast. So, y'all, I listened. I started my fast immediately. I said, okay, God, I'll fast from social media for 30 days. Exactly 30 days went by. And here I go, hopping back on social media, (laughs) the temptation. But God said, no, ma'am, I didn't say get back on. So I got back off. Y'all probably saw I posted my picture. I had long hair and I was like, I'm back. And then I went ghost. (laughs) That's because God told me to. I listen to God, okay? So then I got back off. The week of 922, God made it really clear and plain to me what he wants from me. Sometimes you have to do what you don't want to do to do what you want to do. Listen to that again. Sometimes you have to do what you don't want to do to do what you want to do. So get you a POC. A POC is a point of contact. You need someone that's going to hold you accountable and pray for you. You can't do it alone. So don't even pretend that you can. Okay. I told um, a couple people that I was going on a social media fast and to please pray for me. And they all sent me their prayers and I was so thankful because it's not easy. It's not easy feeling like you're isolated from the world. But when God speaks, you listen. We have to learn how to have um, equally yoked friendships and relationships. Stop tolerating the bare minimum in any relationship. If you come to someone and you're that mature to ask them to pray for you and they don't question you, then that's how you know that friendship is mature enough to be able to go to where you're going. Or if you tell somebody that you're not doing that right now and they don't get upset, that's how you know that relationship is mature. That's how you know that those people are going to meet you on the other side. So it's okay to pause all distractions. Social media was a distraction at the time. He wanted me to get focused, get into my word and to make, discipline my lifestyle and it wasn't happening with social media so I had to get off point number three push yourself to new limits this will cost you your comfort zone now I'm not telling you it's gonna be easy but you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable because change is uncomfortable but change can be good You may feel isolated, lonely, confused, but know that it's all a part of the shift. Remember, we're in the mindset shift. But the best character trait you can have is the ability to keep going even when they want you to quit. Woo! Stay hungry. Hashtag stay hungry. Every new level requires you to leave something or someone behind. And like I told you earlier, that's okay. You're growing, you're elevating. Because rarely does God interrupt someone's life and ask them to do an easy task. I never really heard it done. I mean, I read about some millionaires and people of great influence and they had to do some hard things in life. 
and they had to leave something or someone behind. So don't give up yet. God has purpose for your life. And if you quit now, you'll have a track record of quitting and we'll never know what it's like at the top together. So please don't quit. Keep going. Keep pushing because God's got you. Okay. Okay. Now, this next segment is the Q&A or any requests, but I don't have any questions today. So I'm just going to share um, a review that I received and it reads, so inspirational just to hear one of my peers give light to things I can most definitely relate to. It motivates, uplifts and keeps me going. I'm learning that faith is the number one pointer in life that will keep you going on a more positive route. Thank you, Kira. Wow, y'all. I'm just like overjoyed with gratitude from the responses that I received this first week from you all. I'm so happy that this is like helping you because I want to be able to help others do that mindset shift just as I did because I know that God will make a way and we just have to trust that his timing is perfect so thank you thank you thank you for writing that review if you all would please write a review it just helps me out to let me know what y'all are thinking and how I can really be an assistance to you all all right all right all right all right the best segment of the day faith light faith light so This week's faith light goes to that's underscore charming. My girl, Nisha. I'm so, 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 so proud of her. She is absolutely amazing. And she has a YouTube channel that I want you all to check out. So she recently shared her domestic violence story on her YouTube and It was absolutely inspiring. Um, Yes, I just had to take a moment of silence for that. First off, I want to say, Nisha, you are amazing. You are so brave for sharing your story because I know that so many other women can relate to it and they are scared to speak out or are currently going through it. So I'm glad that you're being that light for other women. So continue to walk by faith and slay my girl. Um, Yes, y'all. I'm going to leave her link um, below. So check her out on YouTube. So before we go, you already know I have a little bit of weekly inspiration for you for the week. And we're going to close out in prayer. You are a beautiful creation. You are worthy of all God's goodness. You are who God says you are. So I want you to write out things you want to manifest in your life. The power of manifestation is real. If you write it and make it plain, it will come to fruition. So I want you to write out those things. It doesn't have to be in any type of format. If you want to write a letter to yourself, just manifesting over your life what you want to um, happen if you want to do bullets that's fine if you just want to jot down some things you want to draw a picture draw a picture but I want you to write it down don't put it in your notes I don't want you to type it on the computer I want you to get pen and paper the old school way and write that thing down that just reminds me I was so distraught this week because 
I realized that we rely on technology too much. Like I use Microsoft OneNote um, for all of my notebooks for my projects that I'm working on and for our household things. And one of my pages, or actually two, completely disappeared and guys I was so sad like I literally had to pause for the calls and I was distraught I was so sad I cried and cried and cried because this is hard work that I put into my notebooks and just all the notes I had there and I literally have to like start it up from scratch I have not mustered up the energy or strength to redo it yet so it hasn't been done but I'm gonna get to it because I need it I need it back but it just reminded me that we really rely on technology a lot so yes I want you to do it with pen and paper or pencil and paper marker and paper whatever you have in paper okay and please share it with me. If you don't want to share it publicly, you can um, DM me on Instagram at life is so sincere or at underscore the faith community, join the faith community on Facebook and drop it in there or email it to me. Like I want to see that you're doing this and I want to be able to hold you accountable and I want you to hold me accountable. Like I will show you if you need an example of things that I've written out. I have a whole journal because I'm a journal person and I I write in it daily. So let me know, talk to me. So let's go ahead and close out in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, creator of all things, Thank you for creating me in likeness. I petition you today for your guidance and understanding as I seek to know more of you and of myself. Help me to condition my mind and open my heart to receive the understanding required to be my best self. I praise and glorify you in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. As always, I really appreciate your thoughts and feedback about the show. You can reach out to me on Instagram at Life is So Sincere or shoot me an email. I read and respond to every single comment, DM, and email. And I may include yours in upcoming episodes. Until next time, always walk by faith and slave. Plus pray. And if you're not a part of the faith community, join us at the faith community on Facebook. Love y'all. Peace.